0: Check out a recent article in Podcast Business Journal, podcastbusinessjournal.com, about The Drum Shuffle and Jamie Eads. And listen to The Drum Shuffle wherever you listen to podcasts, thedrumshuffle.com, JamieEads.com, J-A-M-I-E-E-A-T-S.com. You want me to get out? You get out. Do you smell almonds? Nice mustache. You don't know what my breath smells like chess pass through him I'm very excited about that I'm also very nervous Unreasonable Doubt a podcast about West Virginia University basketball starts now Welcome from the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia winning university basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 22, Oklahoma. Spoiler. West Virginia won. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter. Tweetin'. Twitter. At I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know. You get on Facebook, you see all sorts of stuff. So why don't you see some more stuff? Find the Unreasonable Doubt podcast page on Facebook. Hit the blue thumb, follow the podcast there. UnreasonableDoubtWV at gmail.com is the email address. Send me an email. I'll read it on this podcast. West Virginia wins. It feels so good to do this podcast when West Virginia wins a basketball game. They win 79-71 against Oklahoma. Does this change the trajectory of the season? I don't know. Not going to look ahead. Does it feel good to see them win a game? Yeah, it does. Does it feel great that it's the second win in the calendar year? No, not really. But let's not get negative. Let's celebrate this win. West Virginia out-rebounded Oklahoma 46-30. to Big time. Lots of offensive rebounds, and we needed them. West Virginia, are you sitting down? West Virginia had less turnovers than Oklahoma. It's great. Brandon Knapper, MVP of the game. His best game as a Mountaineer. Took on a bulk of the scoring. He scored 25 points. He was 4 of 6 from 3. Including a big one late. To put West Virginia up 5. Also very clutch in the last few minutes. He made 7 of his 8 free throws in the last minute of the game to seal the win. Derek Culver. Great second half. First start for WVU. Very excited to see Culver in the starting lineup. Did have some foul trouble in the first half. Came out in the second half. Huge. 13 points. 14 rebounds. Big shots late. Clutch. Shots. For Derek Culver. Growth. Brandon Knapper. Growth. Derek Culver. Growth. Issa Ahmad. Senior leadership. Thank you Issa. Double double. 12 points. 13 rebounds. Multiple dunks. Bailing out the team with offensive rebounds and putbacks. Great Issa Mod game. Wes Harris still has the flu. 13 points, 7 rebounds. When it was tight in the middle of the second half and Oklahoma got it close to within 5, Wes Harris made like 4 free throws to keep West Virginia ahead. Trey Dooms played less than a minute. But got the ball, ran the length of the court, got fouled, made his free throws to end the first half. Lamont West, he was cooking in the game against Iowa State. The scouting report said, hey, get up on that guy. And they did. They limited West in scoring. But guess what? It didn't matter. West was better defensively, for sure, than the game in Ames. And so... All these different guys had a good game. Yes, there was no Kanate. Yes, Beetle Bolden has a high ankle sprain. He's on crutches now in a boot. But guess what? Limited turnovers, so many rebounds, and didn't shoot terribly, didn't come out and stink up the first half like they've been doing, took a lead in to the halftime and held on. And listen, you got to have some breaks. How many breaks has West Virginia caught this season? If it's not 0, it's it's I can count them on one hand the number of breaks WVU had this game multiple breaks for WVU and we're due. Due for some breaks. Brandon Napper turnover prone this season. Today, one turnover. Could he have had more? Absolutely. He could have had three or four. Guess what? When he had that air pass, it bounced around like a pinball and ended up back with a WVU player. We got some breaks. Huggins threw another junk zone out. Have we done well when Huggins has thrown out the zone at the end? No. We have not caught a break on the junk zone at the end. The team has just shot threes and made them. Extended leads. Today, West Virginia played a 3-2 zone with Derek Culver at the top of the zone. And Oklahoma finally figured, out it, figured it out late, but got some stops with the junk zone. We haven't had that this year. So everything that needed to happen for West Virginia to get a win happened. Was it a flawless game? No. Less turnovers in Oklahoma, but still funky turnovers. Did we miss a bunch of front ends of one and ones? Yeah, we did. Was that annoying? Absolutely. Am I annoyed at the end of this one? Absolutely not. Very excited to see West Virginia get their second win in conference play. They've went through every team. In the Big 12, they're two and seven. Now we go back through the league again, play everybody again. Is that gonna be rough? Yeah, probably. Does that lessen the feeling today? No, it doesn't. I feel great. I feel great for the team, feel great for the coach. Jerry West was in the house. That might have had some uh some help for the team to have the logo. Zeke from Cabin Creek in the building. Saw pictures on social media of him talking to the team that can't hurt anybody. Jerry West is the man. And if a little bit of Jerry West rubbed off on this team, so be it. We'll take it. And so honoring the one of two Final Four teams in West Virginia's history, and to get a win in front of those guys fantastic do 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 Woody's Goodies, proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Two locations, Marmette, St. Albans, West Virginia. Discount deals is what they do, and they got a new truck load in. New inventory all the time. If you make it to St. Albans location on Sunday, here's what you're going to find. And get there early. They open at 12. Oilless Fryer, $40, Keurig. Machine, You like that quick coffee? They got a Keurig machine under $50. Various sizes of diapers at discount prices. Toilet paper, discount prices. All that and more. Check it out on Facebook to see what's in the store. And go to Woody's Goodies, Marmette, St. Albans. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. There were other former players besides Jerry West in the building today for the Oklahoma game, including a number of guys from the 90s, back in the Gale Catlett days. The most notable Gale Catlett team, or the team that made it farthest in the NCAA tournament, was the 97-98 team. And Damian Owens was in the building. Best player on that team. Adrian Pledger was on that team. He was in the building. Brett Solheim. You remember Brett Solheim? He was like a 6'7 player. (laughs) I don't remember much about Brett Solheim. But what I remember about that 98 team, it was... It was the equivalent of a kneeling, of a good Nealon team, in football. So many seniors. I don't know if basketball did fifth-year seniors like Nealon did, but that team in '98 had everybody that started was a senior: Pledger, Owens, Jared West, some other guy, Brett Solheim. For, apologies to that some other guy I don't have it in front of me hold on I do have it in front of me let me look it up my apologies to Greg Jones <laughs> sorry Greg anyways uh, five seniors starting this was the third year of West Virginia being in the Big East they went 24-8 and through The regular season and losing in the first game of the Big East tournament. They throttled Temple in the first round of the tournament. NCAA tournament. They got in as a 10 seed. 24 and 9 got in as a 10 seed. Throttled Temple and then played guess who they played in the second round? They played Bob Huggins in Cincinnati. And that Cincinnati team had a not yet player of the year guy, Kenyon Martin. He was a sophomore, but they had Ruben Patterson. <laughs> and that guy, uh, to, to put it in 2018-19 WVU terms, he was the Wesley Harris of that Cincinnati team. Like that's the guy you did not want to cross on Cincinnati or in the country. Reuben Patterson was a tough dude. And West Virginia played Cincinnati close. Cincinnati was the two seed. Had a better year than WVU. The game is close at the end. Jared West hits a bank three-pointer to beat Cincinnati, take West Virginia to the Sweet 16. They hadn't done the Sweet 16 in, like, decades. It had been a while. (laughs) <laughs> um, and then lost to a very good Utah team led by Andre Miller Andre Miller who may still be in the NBA he he played so many seasons in the NBA and Michael Doliak big tall guy that was a good Utah team and they lost in a close one to that but West Virginia is having a rough season this year in 12 seasons Bob Huggins has only finished the year with one losing season. Let me give you the West Virginia experience after that sweet 16 team. So you lose all those seniors. 98, 99 they go 10 and 19. 2000 they go 14 and 14. 2001 17 and 12. 2001, 2002 they go 8-20, and 1-15 in the Big East. That was the Jonathan Hargett year. <laughs> and Gail Catlett was gone. So just to compare, Gail Catlett, head coach for WVU for 24 seasons, made the NCAA tournament eight times. So a third of the time he got West Virginia to the tournament. So many losing seasons in between. I mentioned a bunch right there after the 98 year. Bob Huggins. Let's say they finish with the losing record this year. That'll be the second time in 12 seasons with WVU. And Huggins has only missed the tournament twice. Twice. This year would be the third. So three out of 12. So three-fourths of the time, Huggins gets our team to the tournament. Gail Catlett got to the tournament a third of the time. So this is a rough season. Make no mistake. But to see from where we was when I was graduating high school... To where we are now, and I'm saying we as a fan, we've come a long way, baby. <laughs> and so you can stomach a losing season every once in a while. Because that's, Huggins doesn't really do losing season followed by losing season and like six year droughts of making the NCAA tournament. That's not really his thing. He doesn't really do that. And um now, and you know this, so I'm not telling you anything that you don't know, but Bob Huggins, you know how Jerry West, he was on a Final Four team and they made the championship game. Bob Huggins has taken has taken the West Virginia Mountaineers, to the Final Four. It's only been done twice. And West Virginia's been playing basketball and they've been keeping track since 1903. Okay? So that's over a 100 years. It's happened twice. Bob Huggins is responsible for one of the two Final Four teams. So... It's a frustrating season. I read some Hug and Shade on the internet. It was great to see the guys from the 90s today, but it also is a reminder of where this program was in my lifetime. It wasn't... Let me just say, if I was a 37-year-old in 1998, would I have started a podcast... About the Mountaineers basketball team? No! Final thoughts coming up. Dire Prime is the lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt, full-service graphic shop. They are a family-owned, veteran-owned, full-service graphic shop. custom design on every job they work on. Full Service Graphic Shop. And right now, they're running a great deal. Work with them on a design. No design fees. No screen fees. Pick a color. Any color of the rainbow, not on the rainbow. 50. Color. Custom shirts. $300. With your sweet design. Maybe you want the classic white t-shirt. 50 of those, $275. Full Service Graphic Shop. Call or text them to find out more about this sweet 50 shirt deal. 304-767-4445. d y e r p r i m e D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Full service graphic shop. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Need to clean up some things from the last segment. Things that are not true. I said West Virginia went into the tournament in 97-98. 24-8. Not true. They were 22-8. I read the internet wrong. Also, another apology to Greg Jones. He was not a starter that year. That distinction went to Brian Lewin. Big, tall guy. He was a senior as well. But if you bet how many times I would apologize to former WVU player in the 90s, Greg Jones, and you bet more than zero, you won your bet. Easily. Because now I've apologized twice to Greg Jones. So, Lewin was the starter. Anyway, big game tomorrow. Big football game. Football game that you're not allowed to say what it's actually called and everybody in the whole wide world calls it. And I just I just talked to hundreds of people on this podcast, so maybe I could get away with it. But it's kind of fun being mysterious about hey, what what big game is what big football game is Josh talking about? Who's to say? It's basically a national holiday. Who you got in the Super Bowl? Oh, oops. (laughs) I'll edit that out. There's a super old for football quarterback for the Patriots playing against the Rams with a coach that's way younger than the starting quarterback of the Patriots. The Patriots played the Rams in the early 2000s? So it's kind of of bookending the career of Tom Brady? Even though he's going to keep playing like Andre Miller? He's the Andre Miller of football, Tom Brady. That's a terrible analogy. I don't know who's going to win. I'm excited for the halftime show. The finest... In musical entertainment in 2019, will be in Atlanta for that game at halftime. Maroon 5, Travis Scott, Rapper Big Boy, all being represented at the halftime show. That is, that's great. That's a great combination of artists. Can't wait to see it. But maybe my oldest daughter will get me away from that to focus on Animal Planet's Puppy Bowl. The Puppy Bowl. Still going strong. They've done it at least... It has to have been at least 10 years now. The Puppy Bowl is so smart. People like watching puppies. Obviously. Just like that big game, The Puppy Bowl... Can I even say the Puppy Bowl? I don't know. Do they have that trademark? They have it sponsored out the wazoo. Everything is sponsored. Just like the Super Bowl. Very smart. Congrats to Animal Planet and the success of the Puppy Bowl. Where everybody wins. Only one winner in the Super Bowl. And I don't know who, who's going to win. However, I do have... Gambling is legal. Sports gambling is legal in West Virginia. I have downloaded the gambling app on my phone to wager money on sports. But because I don't want to give away money (laughs) with no reward, I have not placed a bet yet. Since sports betting has been legalized in West Virginia, I've made zero bets. I'm scared to death to lose money. I like looking at the at the different bets you can make and the big game tomorrow. There's so many bets you can make. And I like going through. You can deter- you can make a bet on if the coin toss is going to be heads or tails. Is there going to be a safety in the game? Is will there be a special teams or defensive touchdown? How many points will somebody score in the second quarter? Will a certain player score a touchdown in the game? What's the shortest touchdown that will will there be in the Super Bowl? You can bet almost anything. Will I bet anything on it? No. Why? Scared to death to give away money. Uh, So be careful out there. But Super Oh, don't say it. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Apple, Spotify, Google, Overcast, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate it five stars. Leave a review. Those are nice things to do. Thank you in advance. The next game for WVU quick turnaround. Going to Lubbock, Texas for a Monday game. So... Saturday game, one day off, fly to Lubbock, Texas to play Texas Tech. West Virginia lost to Texas Tech in Morgantown in their first game of the Big 12 season in a game they should have won. Texas Tech coming off a big loss to Kansas at Kansas. Will West Virginia win two in a row in the conference? Probably not. But the podcast will follow the game. Congrats, WVU, on the win today. Very excited for you. Until the next one, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt, WVU, for the 2018-19 season. 10 wins, 12 losses.